Are we recording? Oh, yeah. That's perfect. Okay, so we'll give a big... Let's start the hair out. The hair on point. The hair's on point. Okay. Hello, hello, and welcome back to um, series two of Pillow Talk with Gina, uh, where I talk about all things mind, body, and soul. Um, and yeah, I can't believe I'm into series two. I did the first series I made was um, super successful, really, for a first podcast. Um, we got quite a lot of traction, and that's amazing. So I just want to start off by saying thank you so much. If you listened on Spotify or Apple iTunes, or if you um, watched the podcast on YouTube, um, thank you all for, yeah, the time and for giving my new podcast the time, because this is all new to me. Like the whole podcast game, the whole setup, the recording of it is kind of new for me. Um, and it's cool. I like a new challenge. I like something new. So I'm really enjoying making this podcast. Today I'm flying solo, um, making a podcast all by myself with nobody with me. I have some amazing guests lined up for the next few weeks and I'm super excited to share them all with you. Um, but today I figured I would um, break my solo podcasting virginity and I've got to be honest with you I was a little bit nervous for I flicked on the camera turned on the audio shit today because like talking by yourself is kind of a different dynamic to talking with someone like bouncing off someone so this is a first for me this is a first and I will admit I was slightly nervous before switching on all this stuff to um to chat to you all however I have a lot to say so I haven't got really got time to be nervous. Um, there's a few things I want to talk to you about today, mind, body, and soul. Uh, I don't know where to start. Am I going to start with the mind, the body, or the soul? Um, I reckon we should talk, start mainly probably with, um, I don't know, I, I went out at the weekend for, for the first time in freaking ages. When I say out, I mean like out, out. I mean like out, out, like as an adult, out, dressed up, makeup on, like out in the city of Melbourne, and it was amazing. There was no masks on because we don't have to wear masks anymore here. And I went to this super cool venue, which was like a rooftop um, place in the city. I actually have a friend who is a fellow creator on YouTube. And he invited me to this creative kind of like uh, Friday night drinks thing in the city. And it was at sunset and it was on this rooftop. So I kind of went out and I was, it was, I was like a 16-year-old girl again, like going out for the first time is how it felt because I've not been out for so long because of COVID. Like it felt kind of exciting, like to the max exciting to go out um, and see all these people. And because it was like a creative, like the people who work in the space that I went to, I met all the people who uh, work for Spotify in Australia. I met a chick who has a podcast that's like a really super popular podcast. And she like gave me a wealth of information on that. So I kind of came away from Friday night, super like pumped, super inspired. Because for me personally, this whole creating of like video, I create a video vlog on YouTube and I make this podcast and I take photographs. And so I think sometimes when you're injected with interacting with other people who create too like when you're around those people like it just I don't know what's the word for it it's inspiring I think is the word and I left Friday night not only was I excited to be out like a big girl like a grown-up I was excited to have met these people who like 
I don't know, tap into that side of my brain that that opens up all the thoughts and the ideas and the inspiration. And that kind of got me thinking a little bit about how the people that surround us, the people that are in our worlds, um, do shape how we see the world. They do shape our inspiration. And it got me thinking about like choosing who is in that inner circle, who like um, the vibration, the energy that we feed off around the people who are very close to us, like it's kind of important. Like it's important because I think that it shapes so much of who we are, even though we don't like realize it. So, I mean, I'll give you an example. I went, I've started doing this, um, it's called 75 days hard. It's a challenge called the 75 days hard. And basically on this challenge, you have to exercise twice a day for 45 minutes each time. One of those exercise sessions has to be outside in the elements. So regardless of the weather, whether it's you know throwing it down with rain or snowing, you've still got to go out and get your shit done. Um, you have to drink a gallon of water a day, which is like four liters of water. You have to take a progress picture every day. You have to eat a healthy diet, no alcohol allowed. You've got to read a nonfiction book for 10 minutes every day. You've got to take a cold shower. Like these are the these are the key things. And you've got to do this for 75 days. And before I started this whole challenge, I went into the bottle shop to get some wine because I was obviously going to give up. Obviously, I've given up wine. I've given up alcohol. So I went on the day before the challenge started and I was like, I'm having my last hurrah. I'm having my last. So I went and bought my favorite bottle of wine and I took it to the desk and there's a young guy at the front and I say to this guy, okay, you're not going to see me now for 75 days because I'm not buying alcohol because I'm not drinking alcohol. And he's like, why? And I was like, I'm doing a challenge. So I was like, so if you ever do see me in here, like don't serve me. I was joking around with it. I was like, do not serve me because I'm not allowed, I'm not allowed any alcohol. And um, he looked at me and he said, he was only a young kid too, he was like 22, 23. He looked at me and he was like, do you know what? It all depends on who you surround yourself with. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, and he was like, well, this challenge is either is going to be easy or hard depending on the people that you have around you. And I thought it was kind of like an interesting perspective because I started off doing this challenge because I believed it was a personal thing. Like it was about my own self-discipline. That's why I started the challenge. I didn't start the challenge to lose weight or to, um, Oh, to do some fad diet. I started it because it was it's meant to be a mental challenge, like a mental discipline. And so I thought basically it's all up to me, like it's all coming from within. And so I thought this kid's kind of perspective was kind of interesting because he was saying like basically that the people you choose to surround yourself with are going to make this challenge either easy or hard. And I really liked this because I think it applies to like so much in life. Um, The people that are around you are either cheering you on or they're pulling you back. And I kind of thought it's in every area of our lives. So kind of like on the Friday night when I went up to the city and I was around all these creative people who were talking about this super what I think is super interesting, inspiring stuff. I left just wanting to go make videos and create this podcast. And I left feeling super pumped and super uplifted because they were 
I don't know, on my wavelength. On They were like vibrating on my frequency. So it left me feeling, yeah, inspired. And it's the same with, you know, this challenge I'm doing. Like one of the big challenges for me is to not drink alcohol. And when the kids said to me, well, it's easy depending on who you're with. I was like, what an interesting perspective, because it's true. If I'm around people who are like drinking all the time, then this challenge is going to be so much harder than if I'm around people who are not drinking because you don't think about it the same. So it's like, it made me super aware and conscious of the people that surround me that are in my life. And it made me start to look at, do they bring, like, are they uplifting me? Are they like raising me up higher? Or are they... It's like, so are they, are they supporting my dreams? Are they encouraging those things? Are they encouraging the best out of me? Or are the people around me kind of trying to sabotage or destroy elements? Sometimes people can sabotage and kind of disrupt your life and they don't even intend to do it either. I think that's a key thing. It's, I don't think it comes from a conscious, a lot of the time when people discourage us or when they, I don't know, take away or, or what's, I'm trying to find the right words, when they don't encourage us to do the things that make us happy or to do the things that we're good at. I don't think they consciously want the, the worst for us. I think that it's just um, an unconscious thing sometimes. But I think it, it kind of pays to be kind of super aware, like of the people who have got you back, of the people. So like if it comes to creativity, for example, if you are a creative person and you're listening to this, who are the people around you who inspire you? Who are the people around you who um, pull out that pull the creativity out of you? Who are the people who are cheering you on and kind of saying, "Yeah, do that, do this"? Like, who are those people? And if you're listening and it's not particularly creative, you know, who are? I want you to think for a second. Who are the people in your life who are in your lives? that are kind of cheering you on? Who are the people that you think have got you back and the ones that are kind of rooting for you and wanting you to be the best version of yourself that you can be? Because it's kind of interesting. I've started this 75 days hard challenge and this the non-drinking thing has been interesting for me because I've had a lot of people support me with that and go, I've got you girl, like I've got you back. I understand you know, what you're trying to do. And then I've had other people who I'm sure not, not consciously, but they have tried to sabotage it, you know, encouraged me to have a drink with them, um, drunk in front of me, um, invited me to places where alcohol is. Um, and I've found it interesting to see the different, I don't know, the effects that different people have um, on my life in so many areas. And it just kind of got that thought process going for me this week. The 75 Days Hard Challenge has been bigger a bigger thing for me than just this like faddy challenge. I've started to really look closely at relationships and at my own behaviors and at the people who, you know, make me tick, the people who like raise me up to that next level, who push me up. And then the people who kind of pull that down. And I think it makes you, it's not that it kind of makes you just, I think we should all be adjusting to have as many of the people cheering us on in our lives as we can because I think we're much more productive and we're much and we're much happier when we're surrounded by 
yeah, a cheer squad. Everyone needs a fucking cheer squad, basically, is what I'm saying. Everybody needs someone in the corner or a few people in the corner saying, you've got this, you can do this, or what about this? Or like, no, just sources of inspiration and encouragement is kind of, yeah, what I took away from the guy in the bottle shop when I was telling him about my challenge. And I thought it was very interesting to, um, an interesting perspective, really, is what I was trying to say. Uh, So, yeah, who's in your circle? Who is in your circle? Who's cheering you on? Maybe you need to call those people today or message them and say, um, thank you, that you appreciate them. Because I have a few people, quite a few people who have got my back and um, I appreciate them. Uh, so yeah, Friday night, Friday night was cool. Meeting those people, being on a on a rooftop in Melbourne, that was cool. Being out in a bar, um, not wearing a mask, like all these things so exciting after COVID this was things I used to take for granted and now I'm like like a kid in a candy shop uh however was interesting uh it was the first time I've been to a social event and not consumed alcohol um which was actually easier than I thought I started this challenge thinking I was going to find that that kind of thing so hard but actually nah it was kind of easy now I'm into the no drinking thing I'm actually loving it because the benefits are starting to outweigh. So like, for example, I love the fact that I'm sleeping better. Like I am sleeping like so much better. Um, I'm super aware that I'm not like as bloated because alcohol bloats you. I'm super, I can see like my skin and my eyes look healthier, livelier. I think I look, I think I look younger. I mean, I'll go as far as saying, saying that. Um, I like, the fact that I have more time because, you know, there was a certain amount of time in the evenings where I dedicated to having my glass of wine and I've been so much more productive since I've got rid of the wine. Um, So yeah, the Friday night was interesting though because I was stood talking to all these people and they all were drinking. And then at a certain point, probably two hours in, I did notice like the change in people. I noticed like the the way they spoke changed, their body language, um, the things they spoke about. Um, and it was kind of interesting because to be a sober person in an environment where everybody else is drinking, it's kind of a first for me. So I'm learning lots about myself and about like, yeah, social social interaction and um, and the culture that I live in. I mean, I live in a, Australia and Australia's got this massive culture of, alcohol and alcohol in social settings so like when you want to not drink alcohol it's actually hard it's harder than you think because I mean I went to the bar area to get a drink and they actually didn't have a non-alcoholic drink I actually had to go elsewhere to get some water they didn't have the option of no alcohol which I thought was hilarious Um, and everybody when I said I'm not drinking everybody looked at me like what is wrong with you like you're not drinking this I'm I I'm only 14 days into this 75 days hard challenge. Um I wanted to really today on the podcast do an update on the challenge on what I've learned about myself 14 days in. And I'll probably do another update at the halfway mark and then another one at the three quarters mark and then another one at the end. Um to just I don't know, share with you the journey, share with you what I'm learning about myself, about my body. Um, seeing as this is a mind, body and soul podcast, I thought it was kind of fitting, to be honest with you. So yeah, what have I learned so far? Oh, right. Well, aside from the no alcohol, in fact, I'll just have a little sip of my water now. Okay. 
So part of the challenge is you have to drink a gallon of water. That's four litres. I underestimated how hard that was going to be. I I underestimated. Four litres of water a day is a lot of freaking water, okay? I am pissing like a racehorse. Is that a phrase? I think that's, is that a Yorkshire phrase or is that a worldwide known phrase? Basically, I'm pissing a lot. I piss all the time. I'm weeing, pissing. I'm like, every 10 minutes, I am back. I need to wee. I can't go anywhere without needing to wee. And what I did was I bought, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see, but if not, I'll have to describe it to the podcast. I bought this like one liter bottle from Kmart and it's got like, instead of a a, a kind of lift up and suck, um, you know, like drink top, it's like a straw. It's like a straw. So I'm constantly just sucking out of this. And I've realized, now this might sound silly, the difference, okay, between, okay, so can you see this? If you're watching on YouTube, you can see a normal water bottle, you kind of open it up and you put it in your mouth and you tip the bottle up and then you, and then you drink, okay? Well, I bought this new thing, which has got the straw on it, which is like a sucky. So you don't tip the bottle up, you just suck out of it. I've got to be honest with you, I consume water easier I consume more water sucking rather than, what can I call it, chucking, like tilting, having to tilt my head back. So if you're wanting to consume water, my hot tip of the day for you is to go buy a bottle that has the straw thingy on because you can literally, I just walk around just sipping all day, sucking away on the straw and the water just kind of like, I don't know, just all managed to drink a vast quantity. However, the vast quantity, quantity blah, 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 the vast quantity of water does mean that I am in the toilet a lot. Like this is next level pissing, to be honest with you. Next level pissing. Um, <laughs> but I'm sure it must be doing something right. I'm sure it's cleansing. Is it toxins? I don't know what it's doing. But yeah, I'm hi- I'm definitely hydrated. I've gone from being someone that drank quite a lot of wine, so will have probably been dehydrated all day long, to someone who is like super hydrated my body is now is, is like hydration to the max I am basically 99% water I think now just nine I'm just water in fact I don't actually weigh myself at any point in the day now because I've got that much water in me I probably weigh like five kilos heavier than my actual real body weight because there's just so much freaking water in my body um the other side what else am I finding oh yeah 45 minutes of exercise 45 minutes of exercise twice a day. Um, that is fine most days. But then there's the odd day that I'm like, oh my God. Like when you don't get a break, when you don't get a rest, fitting in 45 minutes of exercise twice a day when you've got four kids and the job and everything else that I've got going on in my life is kind of full on. So I have found myself, I get up and go to the gym at five in the morning and then I go back to the gym. But sometimes... I don't actually get back to the gym until like 10 at night and I'm in the gym and there's like nobody around. Luckily I've got a 24 hour membership. Um, there's nobody around and I'm just there kind of smashing out my 45 minutes. Um, that's been hard. However, the positives have been, I have found or I've started some new exercise, some new practice. Like I have um, joined a yoga class I do yoga on a Sunday now. I've never really been a yoga person. Like I've always liked the idea of it. 
Like I've always loved, you know, the girls with beautiful bodies in the little cute outfits, like the little yoga outfits and they're all bendy and they're all like spiritual and like calm and they wear beautiful bits of jewelry. Like I, I like the vibe of yoga, but whenever I've gone and tried it, I'm always like, meh, it's always a bit slow for me. It's always a little bit kind of like, I don't know. When I exercise, I like to like exercise, like smash it. I like to sweat and I like to feel a calorie burn or I like to kind of lift stuff. I like to feel pain when I exercise. And um, yoga is kind of a bit gentle. However, or I've always thought yoga was gentle. However, I'm eating my words now because yoga is actually not that, not that gentle. Some of the stretches that woman has had me doing over the last few weeks are actually quite brutal. And I didn't realize how hard some of them are but I also didn't realize how bendy my body is. Like my body's bendier than I thought it was. So I'm kind of learning learning about my body in all these different ways, all these different ways I can bend. It's kind of cool. Like I came home the other day and I was saying to my husband, you want to see this? You want to see how I can bend? And he was like, he's liking this yoga class. <laughs> so yeah, yoga's been new. I've also started a new swimming regime. I've joined like a swim squad, like a proper swim squad though. It's kind of a bit intimidating because they're all super good swimmers, like really good swimmers. And I always thought I was like an okay swimmer, but compared to these guys, I'm like really bad. However, if you are listening to my swim squad people, and I know some of you do, um, thank you for being welcoming to me and for um yeah, helping me and teaching me, teaching me, yeah, how to swim. I don't say how to swim, but yeah, teaching me how to be a better swimmer. Um, I think that's been a key thing. This 75 Days Hard Challenge has pushed me to join these new groups and try these new things. So I've got variation and um, for a challenge. And that's kind of cool too, because I've met all these new people, all these new people with different skills. And again, like it's not about, it's about, I go back to the original comment that I was making. Um, it's all about who you surround yourself with. And um, like I got a swim squad and I'm surrounded by all these people who are really good swimmers. So it's called, it's it, in the effect, the domino effect of that is that like I'm upping my game because I'm with all these really good swimmers and I, I want to be as good as them. So I'm upping my game and um, they're challenging me to do that. And I think that you always need to be with people like that are challenge- pushing you and challenging you to um, learn new things or be better at things because it's too easy in life, I reckon, to get comfortable, just comfortable with like what we know. And I don't think we ever know everything. I don't think we ever get to that point where we're like, yeah, I know it all now. And um, yeah, I feel like this 75 Days Hard Challenge has really kind of like pushed me out of comfort zones, pushed me into new groups of people, meeting new people, learning new things. And I don't know, surrounding myself with people who um, are raising me up higher in many ways, whether it be creatively, whether it be, you know, physically, like in the swimming pool, um, whether it be, you know, like I've been, then I've been, one of the other things you've got to do with this challenge is the reading. You've got to read 10 pages of a nonfiction book every day. And so I have purposefully then gone out to a bookstore to find some books that are going to seriously kind of like open up um, a thought process in me, things that I've maybe not considered before. So I will, yeah, I'll update you on the books because there's been a few interesting ones, but maybe I've not got time for that in this podcast. But yeah, there's been a few interesting books that I've been reading. Um, showering every day, cold shower, five minutes every day. I've got to admit, not keen on this part. 
I, I've realized a few things about myself whilst I've been doing this whole challenge. And in the 14 days I've been doing it, I have realized I don't like cold showers. Not really. I prefer a nice, warm, hot shower. And the cold shower, I get in there naked and I turn on the cold tap and I stand there for five minutes thinking, this is ridiculous and I'm cold and I hate every second of this. Now, maybe I'll grow to love it. I don't understand. I don't understand really the reason why I'm having to have a cold shower. Is that because I'm meant to be uncomfortable? Is it to wake me up? Is it good for my skin? I mean, if someone knows why, please let me know because I'd love to know what the relevance is for the cold shower, to be honest with you. Um, The cold shower is probably my least favorite part of the whole experience. And it's a daily event. And every day I I stand in the shower and I, I actually do, I stand there in the shower and I actually psychologically build myself up to it. Like I build myself up to turning on the cold tap. So I get in the shower and I'm stood there and I'm like, okay, here we go. And then I go, no, just two more minutes, two more minutes. So it just takes me like 10 minutes standing naked in the shower to build up to turning on the tap to take on the, the five minutes of ice cold water. And when it first hits my skin, the cold water, I do this kind of like little dance in the shower. And, go, ah! and like make all, and it's like the most dramatic thing you've ever seen because really I should stand there, suck it up and get on with it. But yet I'm like, I'm not. Not so far, not doing great with the cold showers. However, I am persevering because part of the challenge is you've got to complete every single task every day for 75 days, whether you like it or not. And yeah, the cold shower is, yeah, a challenge. Um, However, the only way that I do warm myself up in the shower is by having a wee because normally, because I'm drinking so much water, I have to pee all the time. So when I'm in the shower, I save up that wee so that that warms me up a little bit. <laughs> That's so gross. Have I just admitted to weeing on myself in the shower? I think I have. I've just admitted to weeing on myself, basically. Um, Wow. This solo podcast is probably probably not going that well. We just, you've just admitted to the world that you get in the shower and we on yourself and you do this purposefully to keep warm. What, what kind of messed up psychology is this? This is how I think. Welcome to my mind. Welcome to inside the mind of Gina. Okay. So where was I at? This whole challenge, 75 days hard. Yeah. Um, weight loss. I have lost weight. See, I didn't do this for weight loss. I've got to put that out there. This challenge was a mental challenge. It was meant for me to, to see if I had the ability to take control of areas of my life that I didn't feel like I had control of. So it wasn't meant to be a weight loss thing. However, obviously, weight loss is a byproduct of this. Um, and so far I have lost just over four kilos, which is seven and a half pounds, half a stone, um, which is not bad going for a couple of weeks. Um, overall, I'm feeling good. I feel I'm sleeping better, feeling good. And it's pushed me to go out and find new experiences and I've in turn then met new people. And this 75 days hard challenge, I think is bigger than I anticipated or I'm starting to realize now that it's going to be bigger 
than I first anticipated. I started it off as a little challenge and every day that passes, I meet a new person, I learn a new skill. I realize more things about myself than I did previously. And I think that's one of the key things. I think that's why I want to talk about it today is that I'm kind of learning about more about myself. I always thought I knew myself so well and actually think that maybe I'm discovering you discover more about yourself every single day if you have if you've got your mind turned on and if you've got the if you if you're aware. So I've learned lots of things about myself um, as well. Um, in fact, yesterday I was working and um, I went downstairs and spoke to my husband and I was trying to explain to him I was feeling a little bit overwhelmed, overwhelmed with some aspects of my job and I was feeling overwhelmed about all these things I had to get done and I was kind of trying to express myself and I was all teary and emotional and I mean Neil is very good at dealing with my personality because sometimes when I express myself it is like I don't know I like yesterday I was teary that wasn't because I was sad it was just because sometimes when I speak I'm like kind of emotional overall so yesterday it was coming out like with tears um and he was like okay just keep t-. he's not put off by tears tears don't really faze him so he he listened and he was like you know what this is you know what's going on you're overwhelmed and you're feeling all these emotions because you're feeling like you're actually feeling and I thought about what he said for a while and I realized that there's been so much of my life that I've been kind of like pushing down or glossing over or not addressing or drinking over so much of life that I've done that with that when I'm actually stripping away all of those crutches stripping back all of the things that are a prop all of the things that make it feel a bit better all of the things that just take off the edge I'm I'm laid bare I am fully laid bare like fully um yeah, having to face up to the feelings, having to face up to to everything and to how it feels. And I've got to do it sober and I've got to do it, yeah, I've got to take on board how I feel and um, that all my emotions are coming out. Process is 75 days hard is really making me kind of look a little deeper at everything and Neil kind of my husband kind of and my husband kind of just pinpointed that for me because I was saying to him I don't know why I'm crying I I don't know why I'm crying as I'm telling you this because I'm not sad and he was like it's not tears of sadness you're just expressing yourself and there's all this emotion there now because it's real and it's not glossed over and it's not hiding behind anything because this challenge is probably bringing out more of me more of what's inside than I anticipated. So I intend to document it because I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated by uh I'm fascinated by the things that are coming up. I'm fascinated by the positives and I'm fascinated by these other sides. I'm like, whoa, I didn't know that was there. And I'm kind of interested and I want to share it with you. So yes, if anyone has any questions about this challenge that I'm doing, then please feel free to leave me a comment down below and I'll answer it as best I can. Obviously, I'm only 14 days in. We're only 14 days into this. So I'm kind of new to it. However, I'm already seeing the changes. Overall, challenge going well. And yeah, just wanted to share that with you all. But I'd love to hear feedback. What have you done in your life? that has um, opened up your eyes? What have you done 
in your life that's changed you? What experiences have you had where you entered into it and you thought it was going to be one thing and then you got so much more out of it? And um, who's in your circle? Who is who is in your cheer squad? Who are the people who are teaching you new things, raising you up higher, inspiring you? I want to know who they are and if you're aware of them because I just don't, I don't think I've been aware. I've, I'm very lucky. I've got a lot of people around me who have got my back, who have my best interests at heart. Um, but it wasn't until I started doing this challenge that I kind of started to really think about that and pinpoint that. So yeah, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Um, I'd like to know if you enjoyed the podcast. Does solo Gina work for you or do you prefer Gina with a guest? Um, going forward, I'm probably going to have a mix of the both. Next week, I do have a guest on the show. So I'll be excited to come back and talk to you all then. But yeah, let me know your thoughts on this podcast. Um, thank you for watching. I'm going to have to sign off. Do you know why I'm going to have to sign off? You guessed it because I need to go. <laughs> I need to go and have a wee. Um, I've been talking for like 30 minutes and uh, the water that I started drinking at the beginning of this podcast has made its way into my bladder and now it's fit to burst so I'm going to go wee and I'm going to come back and uh, edit this podcast and then hopefully talk to you guys in the comments on YouTube or if you want to email me ginawalters.me.com I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram I'm I'm, I'm everywhere (laughs) And <laughs> um, thank you very much for listening to all this. And I will um, speak to you all again. Is the album finished or do we have a few more songs to go? like it's got one or two more. Oh, we are not done yet. Okay. I've heard you, I've heard you, Shah. What is all this rockers? Tell me. Go sir.